time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. And now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. It is Monday, the 13th of January. 2020 is off to a great start, and we're looking forward to having another great podcast. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. In today's hot topic, we have someone that's dear and dear to our hearts, Michael Frantoni, coming back and joining us. He is the Chief Economist, Senior Vice President of Research and Industry Technology for the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. We're so thrilled with our partnership with them and affiliation with them. And if you're not a member, you need to become a member. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. We're talking about Mike and his team's forecast for 2020. What is the mortgage industry looking like? What will we see as far as originations? mortgage rate. What are some of the challenges? And we're going to tease a little bit on the conference, the IMB conference. It's going to be coming up. So more of that here in the Hot Topics segment. Anyway, also we're a part of the Industry Syndicate. So there's so many podcasts. We started doing this a long, long time ago. Nobody was doing it. We were the first. We're pioneers. Now so many. I've got so many podcasts out there. We're part of the Industry Syndicate. Also, the Mortgage News Network. We're pleased to be a part of that as well. Lots going on in the whole industry. Let's talk a little bit about what we can anticipate in the industry, what's happening. We've got the MBA conference, the IMB conference that's coming up, the servicing conference that's coming up. Now, I'll be speaking at moderating an important session at the IMB, but this is one conference you must be at, folks, especially this year. Remember we had Ted Tozier on a few weeks ago? And Ted was talking about as many as 40% of independent mortgage bankers are at risk of going out of business. We're going to find out why. We're going to find out more information about that. And Mike Frantoni is going to touch on a little bit of that. But next week, we got Marina Walsh also with the NBA coming in. We're going to be talking a lot about servicing, but we're also going to get some data about what's happening with independent mortgage bankers. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. I encourage you to become a member of the MBA, but at the least, join up with the Mortgage Action Alliance. You do not have to be a member of the MBA. Again, you should be, but you do not need to be to be able to become a part of the Mortgage Action Alliance. And you can have your voice heard by downloading the app, the MAW app, Mortgage Action Alliance app. All you have to do is, I mean, they got it all prepared. I love what they do and how they prepare it so that you can click, yes, I support this. You hit the send, sign it, and it gets sent out to all the appropriate legislators. Also, I want to say thank you to Black Knight, who has developed an actionable intelligence platform that delivers data that drives growth and reduces costs. Be sure to go to blackknightinc.com. Also, Open Mortgage, the leading buyer of reverse mortgages and home of some of the top LOs. Thrilled to have them as a sponsor, as well as we got another mortgage company out there, Midwest Pacific, also known as Celebrity Mortgage. Thrilled to have them as a sponsor of the podcast. Also, Finastra, Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution, automatically addresses compliance issues. I was just emailing one of my clients about this just a few minutes ago before we went live. How are we dealing with all this compliance issues? So much changes, there's anticipation of things happening. You can listen to the podcast and listen to what Alice has to say each week. Download each one of her episodes each week. 
and listen to what she's got for us. But there's a lot going on. But you do need a platform that will help you, so we encourage you to check out our sponsor, Finastra, FusionBot Mortgage Solution. Also, Lenders One and Mortgage Collaborative will thrill to be a part of both of these co-ops. These, again, do not replace your membership with the MBA, but they're both important organizations. You remember one or both, and it's a great for lenders and vendor members. I always say it's a way to get up close and personal with some of the leaders in the industry. And you can do that at the MBA conferences, but these two associations also help you do that. And they're doing a lot in a way of checking up on metrics and how peer analysis. There's a lot going on both there. That information is available through the MBA, but they're doing it through the lender members of these two associations. Also, we're glad to be a part of the Mortgage Lenders of America. Also, we have Ainsworth. That's one of the advisory firms. I'm happy to be part of that as well. Ainsworth Advisors is a way which you can have industry leaders come in and advise you on your company as a board of advisors. Now, they're not consultants, not independent coaches or anything like that. They are a board of advisors. So give us a call. Go check out AinsworthAdvisors.com, as well as KnowledgeCoop, a great way for you to train your people, as well as Mobility RE, great way for recruiting. You want to get a recruit? You can't do that without Mobility RE finding out what's going on with who's producing what, empirical data. Available at your fingertips on virtually every single originator in the nation. Check it out, mobilityre.com. Velma, as well as Vidyard, we love them for the ability to distribute video, as well as Vendorsurf, one of our new sponsors. Vendorsurf, a way to search out all the vendors out there. And finally, AI Assist. I always say a special thank you each week to Alice, Andy, Alan, and Joe for their contributions to this week's podcast. Let's hear from Rob Van Raphorst with this week's MBA Mortgage Minute. Rob? Hi, I'm Rob Van Raphorst. Welcome to the Mortgage Minute and the latest news from the Mortgage Bankers Association. On January 9th, 2020, the temporary authority rule went into effect in the state of Georgia for mortgage loan originators. A new consumer disclosure will also be required for all loans originated by MLOs operating with temporary authority in the state, effective April 1st, 2020. Also, on December 23, 2019, the New York Department of Financial Services published a notice requiring its regulated institutions to submit plans for their expected transition away from the use of LIBOR. This includes information on risk management, assessment of alternative rates, processes for communication with consumers and counterparties, operational readiness, and governance frameworks. The LIBOR index is likely to be discontinued at the end of 2021, which will have a wide-ranging effect on the mortgage industry, particularly both legacy and new adjustable rate products. Transition plans are due to the New York Department of Financial Services by February 7, 2020. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining me. Good job, Rob. Always love his quick assessment. There's a lot there. You go over to the website, mba.com. Org, or check out the Mortgage Bankers Association website. And all of it's there. Good amount of information. There's a lot of great videos up there that they have. Les Parker and Gary Kentrabone have teamed up, and they have for us right now the TM Spotlight and this week's macro view of the markets with a music parody. Les. TM Spotlight Soundbite is brought to you by Ainsworth Advisors. Now the world is smiling lately, thinking about good things to come. Iran believes it could be be something Trump has begun. As the fireworks show began in Iraq, presented by Iran, the U.S. Treasury yield reached its low of 171. Then, as if on TM Spotlight's cue, the yield rose steadily to our objective of 187. 
As we said last week and to our readers throughout the Iranian tension, expect the Treasury bears to stay in control. Expect 2% near term. Trump's train slowly rolling. Everyone jump upon the peace train. These views are my own. Go to tmspotlight.com to subscribe to my daily newsletter. I always enjoy what they produce. Anyway, check out the tmspotlight.com. Subscribe to Les's daily newsletter. It's free. There's a paid version, but you can start with the free one. It's a lot of great information. I've been reading what Les produces for years. He's always putting music parodies in there. So anyway, a lot more to that. Some people say they don't get it. More and more, I find, do. But Joe Farr gets it, and he's here with us right now. Joe, good to have you here. It's on the headlines this week that could in move well, interest rates. I mean, again, political stuff aside, but just economically, what do we got? always political stuff. I'll get to this week in, in a minute, but I do want to go back over something that Les was talking about, you know, in that we saw a nice improvement in MBS prices and therefore mortgage rates on the 3rd of January as, you know, the news of the fascination of the Iranian general hit the airways. We saw a flight to safety. And last week, we saw a reversal of that flight to safety as both sides seemed to de-escalate the tension. So it was a very quiet week during the week last week, and that this price has only improved you know, six basis points, so next to nothing. But it was somewhat volatile as it related to both that de-escalation of tension and the reversal of the flight to safety. But then on Friday, Dave, there was a a bit of a surprise in the in the employment report. Not yeah. only were the net number of new jobs less than what was expected, the bigger surprise came in the average hourly earnings numbers for December. There were, the average hourly earnings number was smaller than expected and was smaller than it was in November. An increase in average hourly earnings was expected. So, yeah, that weighs heavily on the potential of the direction of inflation in the future. You know, one report doesn't make a big issue, but there was a, a bit of a positive reaction with that weaker than expected new jobs and a reduction in the inflation on uh, wages. So the net of those two events, the de-escalation and the weakness in the job status, essentially offset each other, and there there was not a lot of movement in more rates. Looking at this week, Dave, there there's a lot of data coming out this week that could have an impact on MBS prices. Tomorrow, the Consumer Price Index comes out. It's expected to show no change from November. The Producer Price Index comes out on Wednesday. Maybe the more significant of all these is retail sales numbers that come out on Thursday. December retail sales, when you remove automobiles, are expected to show a much bigger number than November. You might you might expect that. Remember but, that. Uh, yeah. Then the National Association Home Builder comes out. Sur- that their survey comes out on Thursday, and December housing starts and industrial production come out on Friday. But maybe the the bigger of any of these things is going to be the fact that the Phase One trade deal with China is expected to be signed on Wednesday. You know, there's been a lot of starts and stops with that thing, and at this point, it seems to be a go if it. If it didn't get signed, I think stocks would take a hit and MBS prices would improve. If it does officially get signed, it may not be a real big reaction to it, but it would be a relief to the market to actually see it get signed. So Wednesday's uh, signing may be something people want to pay attention to. 
And then I will get off because I know Mike has a lot more interesting information to share than I do. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sort of here, you got a nasty cold. It sounds like I do. I, yes. I was suffering from one of those. So, but thanks so much for joining in later in the discussion on the hot topic segment, folks. We're going to be right back with Scott Gordon of Open Mortgage talking about the science of sales. Scott Gordon here with a bit of science. Are you likable? If you're like me, you're thinking, yes, of course I am. And if I'm not, what does it matter as long as I do a good job? Failing to understand the importance of likability is a mistake many professionals make. Studies show that being likable is far more important than competence, both in the office and outside of it. We like people that are similar to us. We like people that compliment us. And we like people that cooperate with us. When creating new relationships, engage in meaningful small talk and mine for personal information. Ask potential customers about their families in ways that relate to their purchase or mortgage needs. When meeting a realtor, do a quick Google search. Plan some questions you can ask casually. Find one or two specific traits or details to compliment. But remember, compliments must be TSP, true, specific, and positive. To get customers or realtors to open up for small talk, appear to be similar to them. Try mirroring. If you hear a phrase or see a mannerism, try adopting it during the course of your conversation. This will help build rapport and allow for a relaxed conversation. Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's just the science of sales. Good job. I love that. True, specific, and positive. I like that. TSP. Got some more acronyms to follow there. Want to look at all of Scott's segments on the science of sales. Get a lot of positive feedback on his segment. Uh, go check it out on our website, Licking on Lending. Download them all. They're there. Appreciate it. Alice Alvey, good to have you with us. Good to have you back. We missed you last week, but you got a great report. And looking forward now to hearing yours live. Alice Alvey is CMB, Vice President of Education and Training at Union Home Mortgage. And she's got this week's legislative update. Hey, Dave. Well, you know, thank goodness Congress is paying attention to other things right now. So it's kind of nice to be <laughs> off the radar. The only bill that's actually been presented that is related to housing is really just related to mobile homes, not actual manufactured housing that we might lend on. So, so far, so good. No big surprises for us. But I do want to make sure everyone saw the VA funding fee payment system notification that came out late on Friday. Of course, VA system is having a problem calculating the correct funding fee for cash out refinances. <laughs> they're showing it at 3.3 when it's actually 3.6. So they're undercharging you. It's their mistake, but it's our fault. So we have to make sure that as uh, <laughs> lenders, right, it's always our fault. Even, no, even if they make a mistake, we have to make sure we get it right. So be careful of this. The system, to my understanding, is going to be corrected, obviously, as fast as possible. But I'm not sure if it's actually accepting the higher payment uh, that's supposed to be remitted. So it really should be a behind-the-scenes thing, not anything that you in sales will should feel because it's just the payment system. It's not that your LOS is likely calculating the wrong funding fee, but just double-check. Uh, there's been some miscommunication out there uh, in the past, so we just want to make sure everyone's got that 36 for the funding fee and you're aware of this funding fee payment system issue going up. As the MBA Mortgage Minute from Rob Van Rett said, watch out for the new LO Temporary Authority Disclosure in Georgia as one example of states that have some of their own specific temporary authority laws that need to be addressed. So I think there's like New Hampshire, New Jersey, North Carolina, 
South Carolina, Virginia, there are a few states out there that had some type of temporary authority already in place, and we're just having to watch each state individually to see what are they adjusting for in 2020. So in case you missed Rob's warning, it's April 1st that this new Georgia disclosure has to be issued by individuals who are operating under that authority. So an interesting twist, one more piece of paper. A quick reminder, Dave, since you brought up about the Independent Mortgage Bankers Conference, there is a webinar tomorrow that MBA is putting on on 10 things your company must do in 2020. I always like to hear Ooh. what people say, even though I have my own top 10, and just wanted to remind everybody of that, so check that out. So just like everyone else, I want to hear what Mike has to say. So back to you, Dave. Back to me, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> rushing. Let's get through it and hear what Mike has to say. Yeah, let's get on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Alice, thanks for a great report. Appreciate it. You can listen to all of Alice's comments if you go to our website, look at Unlending, download that under the program notes, and you'll be able to see all of her segments. Lots there. Alan Pollock, good to have you in the house with us today. Hope things are doing well for you in Florida. Sunny is it sunny Florida? Oh man, it's eighty-one degrees. It is sunny. Oh, that's gloating. You just did that to Alice Alvey. You just said that to Alice just because she's suffering under the cold weather up there. Yeah, it's supposed to be seventy-eight here tomorrow. So here in Austin, so we're enjoying this. These are good temps. I love it. That's why we live down here. That's awesome. What you got Scooter for a... season in Austin, right? Yes. Oh yeah, we saw those were how those worked for the NBA conference. That was fun. But speaking of technology, Absolutely. scooters are some of them. What, what's caught your attention that you want to talk about this week? So, David, quick question for you. What do smart coffee machines, health apps that can record your sleep, and smart pajamas all have in common? Smart pajamas, did you say? <laughs> That's right, smart pajamas. They're all too much information. It's called, yeah, <laughs> it's probably too much information. Uh, smart pajamas, I'm not sure I want to go there. But what, what the heck? They're all things we don't have, but this week was CE, this past week was CES in Las Vegas. Oh, that's so right. Cool that was a, yes. Yeah, weird things, you name it. But check this out. They had a panel, and I don't have the details of the panel, but I love it. They said that installing smart home technology, they didn't mention pajamas, but installing smart home technology can increase the final closing price of your home by 3 to 5%. Oh, really? I don't know if I believe it, but it may make a millennial buyer, because they can open the garage door, turn the lights on, see the house, do everything by their phone, it could right. potentially make them bargain less. That's what I guess they're saying, right? Who knows? But I bet you, and I, lo I would love to know this stat, how many people that have an Alexa or Google Home or any of those devices have them on listen mode while people are walking through their homes and looking at it and making all the comments and talking? Love, love to know that number. Interesting. Absolutely. That would be interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. I also am very excited to hear Michael today. So I wanted to get through a couple of quick things. They're all newsworthy and very interesting. We did talk about sort of the tech checkup last week for mm -hmm. 2020. I maybe will highlight at the end, but these are, these, the news today was just too cool. So outside of CES, uh, we all may have heard of a company called West and they have an order management platform called West VM. Well, Closing Corp just said that they're making plans to acquire the management, order management solution. They've reached mm -hmm. an agreement. And according to Closing Corp, it's going to be renamed to Closing Corp Order Management. It's going to allow lenders to order appraisals, flood certs, and much more in 60 seconds. So if you think about where Closing Corp sits in the market and you think about 
you know, how important it is to have the consolidation. We all talk about the consolidation of vendors and, you know, sort of one throat to choke. We've heard so many people say that, right? Having WestVM, that technology as part of the Closing Corp solution helps actually do that. It helps bring one integration, lots of very critical data and process to the transaction. So if you use Closing Corp or WestVM, you want to check that out, you can just Google it. This one's pretty cool, David. We don't talk as much on the fintech side, but um, I really like this one. Remax is actually looking to acquire a real estate tech startup called First. And it's an app. It's AI, of course, right? And it identifies potential sellers for the real estate agents. And from there, the app will actually help those agents build a database of contacts that can be sorted by their likelihood to want to sell. And, you know, we talk about borrowers, we talk about acquisition costs, we talk about relationships, and as a loan officer and a marketing machine, right, marketing is going to be, 2020 is going to be all about marketing technology. You know, instead of POS, I heard of MOS. So anyways, where I'm going with that is, this is really interesting because it helps actually bring sellers to the transaction, which sellers are going to be buying a new home more than likely, or downgrading or doing something different. I think that's an area of the market. So I'm very interested to see what Remax and First do. If you want to check that out, of course, you can Google that as well. We can post the link. This one, David, really cool. It's a startup. They plan to help consumers purchase a home without a mortgage. So, of course, it is in California, but it's L.A., not San Francisco, it's an investor-based startup. It's actually claiming that they can get Americans in. It's called Flex, or Flex, F-L-E-Q, and it will la- launch next month in Pittsburgh. And what they basically do is instead of originating a mortgage, they're going to buy the home for the purchaser, and then they're going to sell it back to them in bit by bit in small shares. It's almost like a new concept, I'm guessing, like a rent-to-own type of model. The buyer yeah, can like choose a, yeah, the length of the time that's yeah. right, that they want to be in the home, and then they charge rent to the borrower. And then at any time, the homeowner borrower can actually decide to walk away. And anything that has occurred, they actually will split it, including the profit. Or they'll split wow. the profit. So interesting model. Yeah, you want to Create check some it out. options. F-L-E-Q. Definitely check it out. And then one very last thing, which has to do with brokers. The broker market is here, right? We hear so much buzz. Basically, yes. Venderly, which we know is traditionally a vendor oversight platform, well, what they now have done is they have included the broker oversight and management process of their approvals ah. for regu- everything you can imagine. NMLS information tracking is all there, so you want to check out Vendorly. Great updates for today. If you're interested in smart pajamas, check them out. Too bad we're not selling them, David. We could <laughs> offer the LO, the Licking on Lending uh. logo stamped right in the middle. But for today, that is today's tech update. Tech pajamas. What the heck? Who knows what's what next? But that's interesting. Uh, but I am interested about that other loan program. There's going to be a lot of new uh, things coming into the market. I'm looking forward to getting more reports as we get through the year with you, Alan. Appreciate you being here. If you want to get a hold of Alan, email him at alan at tms-advisors.com. Alan, thanks for this week's tech update. Appreciate it. Speaking of technology, finaster.com, they've got some great things that they're doing, a new release on their product, mortgage bot system, as well as a mortgage bot mobile Great systems all the way around. Love our partnership with them. Andy Shell could not be with us this week. So this ends this part of the podcast, which is known as the weekly update. And at this point, we're going to get into the hot topic segment. So I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Black Knight, Open Mortgage, Fedastra, the NBA, 
Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, CMLA, Ainsworth Advisors, Knowledge Coop, Mobility RE, Velma, Vidyard, VendorSurf, and AI Assist. So good to have you here with us this week. Looking forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.